Hello and welcome to the Tambarara Market Report. I'm Kupara Danda. And I'm Happiness. Looking at what happened this week, gains in financial stocks sustained the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange rebound on Friday, but not enough to avert a weekly loss. Financial stocks dominated the performance table with sentiment banking on improved transactional activity in the second quarter due to expected earnings from the current agricultural season. First Capital is the best performer with an 11.68% gain to 229.5 cents and CBZ, which turned positive on its year-to-date returns, was 6.97% higher to 8,554.75 cents. ZB Holdings added 6.06% to 3,500 cents or 41.43% in its year-to-date gains. As a result of those gains, the ZSC Financials Index led the sector rises with a 6 3.6% gain. Well, Kofara, there's a lot of positive momentum around bank, banking stocks at the moment. And First Capital had uh, good results which showed solid profit growth. The same is expected to be maintained going forward with the economic environment improving and expected increased transactional activity as you said that's going to be seen from the second quarter going forward to the fourth quarter because of the agricultural season improvements in the mining and improvements in the construction sectors those are expected to bring transactional activity and hopefully banks will go to their core business which is lending first capital has always been a safe bank uh, model has always pursued a safe bank model and this is not expected to change what's going on for them is that they've managed to retain their customers that they had as Barclays and these have not gone away but then they've stayed with the bank and we saw that through their foreign currency generational capabilities so banks are a hit at the moment CBZ and ZB obviously for now those are speculative stocks We'll see going forward with the new shareholders how they're going to plan it. If the two are going to be matched as is rumored, then we'll see how that pans out. The All Share Index gained 0.87% to 4,226.47 in a session that yielded 17 advances and 11 declines. Turnover was at 123.81 million as blue chip stocks contributed 72.96%. Mid-tier stocks 27.01%, while the small cap contributed 0.03%. Delta was the most active stock after having had caught five trades, bringing its total trades for the week to 202. Foreign purchases stood at 26.3 million against sales worth 82.68 million. Certainly has been a volatile week for the ZSC, although trading tend mixed around about Tuesday, Wednesday and we then saw positivity coming back into the market on Thursday and Friday but it's still down 1% on the week there's still a lot of uncertainty right now yes they, there could be a lot of buying momentum in certain stocks what we've seen is that foreigners continue to exit and this week has been no different and this is in spite of the efforts being made by the finance minister in trying to promote capital markets in the country we saw that he went on tour to cape town 
but the reality is there's just no appetite for Zimbabwe at the moment. We've seen uh, that same trend being maintained in 2018. A lot of these funds, a lot of these foreign funds lost money when we had our currency issues. They lost money at one-to-one. -one. And you can't just play with people's money like that if you're a fund manager. So you've got to think twice if you ever you're gonna go to Zimbabwe so it's gonna take a while before we see that trend reversing but those are good efforts from the minister though the top 10 index put on 1.79% in Friday's session. The medium cap index was the only index which managed to close the week in the green after increasing by 1.07%. Nampak was the best performer of the week, rising 24.36% to 1,058.33 cents. At the end of the session, the stock had a 6.03% gain. Mikuls closed the week 9.59% higher at 4,800.60 cents as plans to unbundle Tangana Tea Company are still underway. Mikuls currently has a market cap of 12.34 billion. So yeah, Nampak, I call it the Twitter-driven stocks. Nampak has got a lot of positivity around it, which is emanating from the Twitter crowd. They've got their reasons, but obviously over the years we've seen it, even as Unyani, it wasn't really an attractive counter. It was just something that investors can hold for a long term. Mikkels was in the news over their unbundling of Tanganda and over their relisting. Like we've said before in previous years, Mikkels had to be unbundled in order to gain value or in order to unlock value of, uh, of, of, the, of the company. So with the unbundling and relisting of Tanganda, Tanganda used to be listed on the ZSC before 2007 when that famous um, collapsed major with Kingdom Africa took place. So they're just going back to the board. Um, details are still sketchy yet over what that transaction will entail, whether or not Mikkels as a family will relinquish control. They've held that uh, farming venture since the 1930s and hopefully they'll hold on to that as legacy. So Mikkels um, will have retail, they'll have property, they'll have uh, Vic Falls Hotel. So retail, they're in partnership with Pick and Pay and uh, property. We still to ascertain the full valuation, but they've got properties around the country. As you know, Kufara, this is old money, so you don't know what they hold. They do, they've been there for a very long time, so they probably have, even in the small towns that you'd never think of. South Africa, obviously, there's a lot of interest. You saw it with the number of trades, although Delta um, was on top with um, a lot of foreign sales that are going on in the counter. South Africa had um, uh, that announcement that Takura is uh, set to take it over. Takura obviously won it because they had um, a foot already in the FMCG sector and they are in that Sugar Valley chain. They've got Charons, they've got uh, Canes itself, which uh, needs uh, a lot of sugar and they've got Lobels. So they were obviously the best possible partner for Star Africa. Though, in essence, Star Africa, not so sure what they're going to do with it. For any investor who had money, it's always better to set up a new sugar plant, um, which is close to Hippo. I mean, we've argued this for years. 
have a sugar plant that's close to the estates and then you minimize the costs of production. Star Africa ended the week as volume leader at, at 6.72 million shares exchanged hands over the week. The old mutual ETF closed 0.30% lower at 169.84 cents. It was revealed that 90% of old mutual ETFs are held by institutional investors. Yeah, which is um, a lot of, which just signals that there's a lot of hard work for ZSC to do to be able to promote ETFs and the market as a whole to invest in, uh, in, in ZSC or the ETFs. 90% after all that noise that we're seeing on social media is uh, really significant um, and there's need to just get more retail investors uh, in the counter. BNC was down by 25.20 cents in Friday's session to close at 469.80 cents. Medtech was the top decline of the week as its share price decreased by 12.67% to 10.13 cents. The total market cap at close was 489.20 billion. The total trade count for the week was 1,697, 1, whilst turnover was 679.26 million with Insco having brought in 189.83 million and Delta 185.85 million. The O'Shea index closed the week 1.03% lower as the week ended with a total of 24 decliners and 15 rises. But just a note on BNC there, that's a speculative stock. We still don't know what uh, the new entity Kuvimba is going to do with that company. It desperately needs capital, so at the moment whoever is buying it is buying into it speculatively. And we still don't understand the whole Kobiba mining structure where government in, is involved, where government ends and where the other international investors begin. In score, obviously, it's an ex-deep stock and um, it, it, it suffered a bit of losses on the week but there's a lot of value still in that counter. Overall performance at 1,000 trades would imply an average trade of 250, which is against what ZSC itself requires at uh, 1,000 trades per day. So we still have a long way to go on this market. So that's it from us. Um, have a pleasant Independence Holiday and don't forget to subscribe to Phoenix. Happy Independence.